The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Greetings, podcast land. Welcome to the Ratchet Ramblings podcast presented by the CSPN. I'm one third of your host, Jeremy, aka Black Dante on Twitter, aka Vice President Big Knees, aka you motherfuckers in Metro Atlanta cannot fucking drive. Y'all get on my nerves and I wish nothing but bad luck on all of you. And as usual, I'm joined by my friends and my co-hosts. Hey everybody, it's Candace. So you can find me on Twitter at London and Mommy. I don't have any AKAs. I'm ready to get the dragging out the way for these weak ass shows this week. Mm. I'm gonna toss it over <laughs> toss it over to our third co host. Curtis the Menace, aka Trillifacent on all social media. Uh I don't really have much else either. Because I don't know, I feel these these shows made me tired this week, so I got yeah, limited reserve. So we starting with Married to Medicine, and I'm gonna shut up because I didn't feel like watching it, and I don't make no apologies for it. So I'll let my co-host drag appropriately, and I'm gonna sit here and eat my burrito like Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is one of the greatest gifts of of, of this year. I'm not bullshit. Oh. I really have a burrito. But anyway, y'all go ahead. Yeah, they definitely, as I was, you know, catching up, because I had to catch up on Black Ink. I was two weeks behind. Um, but Married to Medicine and the uh, season premiere of Real Housewives. I think the season, this season at Real Housewives is going to be interesting. But uh, they moved Married to Medicine to Saturdays. Yes. And... Um, the ratings been low and they deserve to be low because they spend so much of their fucking time this first part of the season minding quad business. But yeah, you're right, Candace. Uh, see, it was different when they was minding Jackie business, I feel, because at that they time they had You know a- what? Let's wind, let's wind it back. Jackie didn't let them mind too much of their business. You know she what? said That's what right. she said and then she moved on. And you her know. and Curtis did what they was gonna do. So this weird uh, uh, entitled attitude that they've taken with quads marriage um i don't really care for it yeah me uh, and also her, her shortcomings in her marriage and what she should have did and let me tell you something i have seen on social media niggas will fuck a mcchicken so <laughs> acting like quad needed to wrangle the heaven and the hells and the sun and the stars and the moon and every fucking thing else to keep Greg happy, no, she didn't. Yo, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm laughing because Greg looked like a McChicken. <laughs> looked like a McChicken fucker, and uh, he looked like the McChicken that got fucked. <laughs> then that's just what the fuck it is. So now incest shit, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's so much. They've spent the first half of the season prying into her marriage, trying to guilt her for not talking about it with them, though. They are messy and mean and find every reason possible to blame her 
for why the marriage has ended. So, child, fuck y'all. Go to Saturdays and suffer until y'all can uh, move with a purpose on this goddamn show. Because everybody in that show got more than enough... uh, They got more than enough um, marital problems of their own that quads don't need to be the center of attention. Correct. Um, and then when it was diff- also different when Jackie and Curtis were going through because they ha- actually had other shit going on that they minded. But again, I agree with you. It's just like whatever, whatever it is. You know what this season is? They show how they really feel about Quad. That's what I've kind of summed it up to because I agree with you that Jackie didn't let them mind um, her business, but at the same time, they didn't pry. Or try keep trying to pry like they're doing with Quad because Quad has told them to mind their business, but they keep just digging and digging. So this season letting them letting us well, we already knew, but let letting us see like how they really feel about Quad. So yeah, yeah. I, I agree. The the ratings suffering because they, they need to suffer because they don't know how to mind their goddamn business. But uh, uh speaking yeah. of not minding their business about this uh last episode. <clears throat> Let me go ahead. Mariah, girl. Mm. Mariah and Aiden. Let me. Mm. Mariah and Aiden are passive aggressive cowards. They the type to, when they get in their feelings, they'll sit at a table with you, but talk under their breath about you instead of just saying what the fuck they need to say to you. And Eugene called them the fuck out. Like, if you got something to say, say it. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. Which I I'm not even gonna lie because we've talked about how much of a cook Eugene is, but he did he, not only did he check them, he also checked his wife this episode. I was like, is this the Eugene that I know? Uh yeah, he told Toya that she needs to stop trying to run everybody, and she can't run him because she was getting loud and indignant with him, telling him to shut up and don't talk to her. He like, I'm not about to shut up, and you right. can't make me shut up. And I said what I said. You right. need she- to get your shit together. And she crying and boohooing, talking about it was because. Birth control got her acting like that. I've been do. I was on birth control since the age of sixteen, and I ain't never carried on the way Toya carried on. So, girl, keep it. Keep I just. It. I, what the fuck is wrong with her? I just. I like whatever whatever affliction she got, they ain't discovered yet. Cause that is a crazy bitch. I don't know what. Like, like you on a show with Mariah and Heavenly, and I be looking at Toya more than I be looking at Toya crazy more than I do Mariah and Heavenly. And that is a feat. Because them two some two crazy motherfuckers too. So I was just like, what is what is wrong with Toya? Like what why is Toya like on like on on, on uh, Infinity War with my, my Drax talking about why is Gamora? Why is Toya? Just why is Toya? I don't know. I had a I didn't like that shit Toya pulled with Contessa since we discussing Toya. I definitely feel like she bumped into her purposely. Everybody, every single person knows that Contessa is coming off a double mastectomy and then a double uh, breast reconstruction. So there is no reason for you to do anything in that woman's vicinity where you could bump into her, hit her, cause her any type of pain in that area. So I definitely felt like Toya did that on purpose, and when she got called out about it, she she clammed up. Right, but this is the second time she done done that. Because remember earlier in the season when Contessa confronted her when she uh, did that bullshit at that fu- that uh, that uh, piece of bitch ass party, 
she clowned up when Contessa was like, "What was said? What was it?" So yeah, she she's not the, and she looked like Sid the Sloth from Ice Age. So <laughs> Listen, when you put that shit in the group chat, I get that off my <laughs> chest and finally have. <laughs> and that's that. Um, um also speaking uh while we on this, I that they so damn extra and dramatic because when Simone went speaking of that incident, Candace and Simone is talking about that is character assassination and Contessa needs to let it go. I was like, first of all, you need to go to get your motherfucking grill fixed, uh Simone. That's what the fuck you need to do. Uh, you go from sugar to shit. Like you, you finally stop being stupid and let let you get some pussy, and you good act good for one episode, and then th- for the past what two weeks or whatever, you back to being your usual damn self. Like you, I do not like Simone. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I, Simone used to be one of my favorites. I don't care for her the past two seasons. Yeah. So I'm just gonna say that I don't care for how she handle shit with Cecil. I don't care for how she handled shit with the other girls, specifically Quad, and now the way that she has been um, acting in regards to Contessa. Um, I, it just is weird and calling her a victim and you shoving your surgery down our face. and it, it just, it seems like she is going out her way to be the Wicked Witch of the goddamn West. Correct. Of the South, should I say. The, the Wicked Grill of the West. The Wicked the, Overbite of the West. And, oof, oof, oof. Mm. But yeah, and yeah. um, I'm really tired of Heavenly and Mariah. It, because it's like two, it's two sides of the same coin doing too goddamn much. Yeah. Like Mariah and Heavenly are the same person both got the, both look like they faces been squished with a thumb. Uh, <laughs> you so goddamn stupid. <laughs> both, both got terrible weaves. You know, both tacky. Both both loud and obnoxious. Like it's like I wish y'all would just be friends because y'all the same goddamn person. I got a light skinned friend that look like Michael Jackson and a dark skinned friend that look like Michael Jackson. <laughs> Like, that's how I feel about Toya and Heavenly. They both got nasty attitudes. They both go out of their way to hit below the belt and be extremely vile when they're in the mood. So it's like, what are we arguing about? Why, like, and I don't understand why Mariah wants somebody to speak up on her behalf because Quad said it best. She loves a sling mud. Love it. Love it. Love it. When it gets slung back, it's why do y'all let her talk about family? Family is off limits. Girl, shut the fuck up. Really? When, when you have when you have been talking about family, because Quad brought said it too. Like, so is so is it family when you pride and digging in my marriage and throwing mud on me? Or oh oh oh, so it's just when it's at you. Okay, cool. All right. And, and that's that's truly what like that's truly all it is for me. Mm. Like uh and and as crazy as heavenly is, and I don't disagree with you, uh, we would not get here when if uh, Mariah hadn't reacted when Heavenly Vatley made a point the last episode and continuing to this one, Quad said what she said, let it go. Yeah. 
Speaking of, yeah. Damon be so damn embarrassed for him. <laughs> she, he be so damn heavily embarrassed the shit out that man. He just <laughs> when they was at that damn table talking about sex, which also, uh, mm, never mind, never mind, never mind. But when they were talking about sex, and he put his hands over his face, he was, just, <laughs> he was so damn embarrassed. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I really got. We said pregame, we were gonna kind of breeze through this. And yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we done. Fuck them. Yeah. Um, suffer on much. Saturdays. Thank you so much. Thanks um, so much. All right, so let's go to <laughs> um, Real Housewives. Bad weeks of Atlanta. Ooh. No, bad taglines of of Atlanta. So we are gonna start with the taglines because. <laughs> I had to sit up. Now, the first part, when they were showing Portia, I don't really care for Portia. I mean, I don't dislike her, but I don't like her either, so I wasn't paying attention. But when them taglines came, I was like, well, let me sit up and see what they got to say. And I'm mad that I wasted the muscle movement sitting up trying to see what they had to say because it was some bullshit. (laughs) So, Nene's tagline this season is, I am the glue for my wig and my family. Mm. I don't know, baby. Them wigs are ugly, so... The wigs are ugly. And the nose looks like an Elmer's Blue Bottle, so... Brent looked like a, a, a ogre. Who? Motherfucker, the son. Ain't his name Brent. Nigga look like Shrek. Greg look like Shrek. What you expect? <laughs> you know what? That's Greg not is, right. Greg not ugly. <laughs> that's not me, right. But that son got a really fucked up mixture of his and Nene DNA. Because yeah. I think... I. I think Greg is marginally handsome. Nene is Nene. Okay. That, <laughs> that, was, a, boy, that was a nice way to put that. <laughs> that little boy looked like Shrek. And Nene looked like Donkey. <laughs> yeah. She looked like the dragon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so mm. Cynthia's tagline is I aged like fine wine and now I'm ready to chill. Which now that I'm reading it and we're going to get to it, we're going to get to them grapes in that goddamn wine glass. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, let's get through these first. (laughs) Candy's tagline is I count my blessings and my checks. And I was like, I mean, I guess Mm. it was just me. Yeah. Eva's tagline is. I live a model life. Now I'm ready to be a top wife. Mm. And I was like, I mean, I guess. And Portia's tagline <laughs> is, I took a lot of left turns, but now things are just right. And I really feel like Portia needs some type of mental evaluation. Because the things that you have going on, ma'am, and you thinking that it's just right, I just... I have questions. I have questions. I don't really I care about you, so I don't have concerns. But I do have questions. I was about to say, I don't. Yeah, because you get what you get, and if you suffer, you suffer. Correct. But I do. Since you're on here, I do have questions because I'm just like, I did notice that Candy is in the middle of the shot when they end the promo. I mean, in the uh, intro. And Shamari, is it Shamari or Shamia? No, who is Shamia? Shamia is somebody's friend, right? Shamia is uh, 
Portia and Candy's friend. That's okay. the one that got married in Africa. Yeah, Shamari. Yeah. Shamari, uh, the lead singer from Black, 808 Black, that's married to whichever nigga from Bill Bill DeVoe slash New Edition. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess uh, she's not an official cast member because she ain't got no peach. So, But we will be seeing her. We know we'll be seeing her and it look like she doing a lot. But yeah. it may be justified. We'll just have to see. So, Portia. Mm. <clears throat> mm. Uh, so, <laughs> so <laughs> Portia has a new man. His name is Dennis McKinley. He is the hot dog man of Atlanta. He has all kinds of businesses. And um, Candace did her investigative journalism and verified that all of the stuff that they said is true. He does have all those businesses. So, you know, it looks like he got a pretty penny to go with his little pot belly. And that's fine. I Seeing him now, because, Let you know, I, just I say don't this. Money make money make the pussy go because that nigga look like a big toe <laughs> he, look, he looks like <laughs> he looks like honey I shrunk the sugar night he looked like sugar night to me I don't know about y'all like ooh I almost said something very terrible mm. You might as well say it because you're a terrible ass nigga. So I don't even know what we holding back for. Drag me, friend. Drag me. <laughs> but he looks like if Suge Knight had dyslexia. Suge Knight don't have dyslexia? That, well. <laughs> well. Anyway. <laughs> um, But now after seeing the man, I see why those conversations were on Twitter about, oh, you're your soulmate or your dream man may not be your quote unquote type. And I was like, okay, but I mean, I don't think this really applies because clearly he has money and that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. But who are me to tell y'all what to do with y'all pussies and bussies and whatever other genitals y'all use and have and buy. Um, so for whatever reason, their relationship is on the fast track. They've been dating for five months they're already talking about marriage and pregnancy. Did they have a conversation about pregnancy? Uh, no, she gonna announce the pregnancy later in the season. Yeah, but okay. look at from the looks, and I, this not me being funny because I still think Portia bad bitch, boy. Don't get me wrong, but from the looks of it, she probably was pregnant in that in this premiere. Okay, that's what I was thinking because I was I was like, don't get me wrong, yeah, like you said, she looked good. She looked good, but mm, I don't know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they went ring shopping, and it, I don't. That whole thing was just weird to me. I just. I don't. I mean, maybe I don't know how it goes. I mean, Mike and I talked about it, and he was like, you know, what type of ring you like, and I gave him an idea. But is is ring shopping with is is that a thing? I guess maybe not when you. Poor, but I guess when yeah. You have a coin, I guess when you have thing. some coin, my thing is just ring shopping after five months. That's my thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, like and 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 they talk about a ten carat ring, ten plus carat ring at that. Rings get months. really ugly when they that big and gaudy. I'm yeah. not gonna even hold you. 
Like, I feel like two to three carrots is, is beautiful. When you start talking about 10 carrots, it take over your fucking finger. Yeah, it's not practical. It's just not realistic. Yeah. yeah. But I guess, I mean. Well, you know, you know Portion, Portion not a realistic motherfucker. So, you know, well, I guess it fits. Yeah. Guess. Portia looked like a prettier DuckTales. <laughs> whenever you say whenever you say somebody look like and you before you even finish I'll be cackling because I know this shit gonna be diabolical <laughs> Portia look like <laughs> you just start giggling like, I just start giggling cause you know Curtis gonna give you one listen I just be making observations that's all she did look very Aquatic in that confessional, huh? so I ain't, yeah, know. she looked like yeah. side duck fine cousin. It's fine, yeah, it's fine, yeah, it's fine. I mean, this relationship makes me uncomfortable, but same, same. I don't, and I, I could be projecting or I could be trash. I just feel like it's especially weird for somebody who was married and had been divorced to be rushing through the process, yeah. It seems kind of off to me, but I mean, I ain't never been married, and y'all brothers and uncles and stuff are trash so i probably ain't gonna get married but i was just like i don't know about this sister but anyway go ahead go ahead now i was just gonna say something in the something in the milk ain't clean and 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 my niggas sense is is detecting some bullshit but you know what whatever true true something in the mascara ain't clean but um so I don't want to jump too far ahead because I know we'll get to it, but I know I want to get to it. But Candy mentions in the previews like that her friends have dated him. Some of her friends have dated him and he's still keeping in touch with his exes. So it, something about him is really trash. Yeah. And to aside, to, from, his, aside from his body shape. Correct. Like <laughs> I feel like he is cheating on Portia or or some shit like that. Yeah. And to punctuate that because when they were they went to miami um it was portia's birthday and they all went to celebrate nini getting back into the comedy thing which Mm. and they were driving in the truck and when portia mentioned candy he started acting real weird yeah yeah now that's not to say we'll see what happens. We'll see how it unfolds. That's not to say that Candy wasn't out of place for kind of saying whatever she's saying. We'll have to see what how it came about. But I definitely noticed that he got real fucking weird. It was like, well, I don't, I don't know. She was yeah. like, well, did you meet the bitch or not? Like, what the fuck? I mean, yeah, but I, I was just like, if you've met her before but you don't remember where, why not just say that? Like, why are you acting weird? Yeah, exactly. But it's very, it, very weird. Phoebe weird, and he just, I don't know. I don't know. He looked like a flat thumb. Anyway. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he looked like if you when you smash a loaf of bread. Yeah, it's something to, it's mm, definitely yeah. the money. He's not he's not attractive to me. Yeah. I mean he's not ugly, ugly, he but he ugly. just I don't know. The whole package just I don't yeah. know, he looked like his socks stink. 
I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, awesome. he looked like he need to be wearing industrial strength deodorant. He refused. Yeah, yeah. it's like mm, so you're just gonna be perpetually musty. You just gonna walk around smelling like hot dogs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one thing when he was like, "I sold two thousand hot dogs this week. You can get whatever you yeah. like." I was like, "What?" Okay. You probably <laughs> smell like it too. Right. I was like, "Hot dogs that popping?" Okay, drag me. I didn't know shit. I okay. mean. Right. It gotta be the money, cause I don't know if I could fuck with a nigga that probably perpetually smells like old the hot dog water. Yeah, I just, it gotta be the money. Also, because I mean, we and I wrote this down in my notes. Porsche is is Porsche is very attractive. She's dumb as fuck, but I'm just looking at like looking at her and then looking at him. I'm just like, I, mm. I mean, I'm not gonna say that because I know women that you know they they like. What they like? Um, I don't want to be rude. So they like <laughs> um, that's, that's unconventional perfect. looking men. <laughs> Unorthodox men. Okay. All right. That's what we're going with. So, I mean, because hell, the queen of the universe, Beyonce, has she's on record. She's like, I don't like pretty boys. She would never no, have been with a pretty we, boy. We know. <laughs> However, we also know that Portia is materialistic. So true, true. Oh no, oh no! It's just VV strange. But anyway, so we move over to the Leaks household, and Nini still has that nose. Mm. Um, oh, I'm, that nose, I'm disappointed that she has not taken the opportunity to give it another try. Um. I'm disappointed that she got more money and looks worse. Yeah. Because she had found a happy medium at some point. She did. She looked good. It's it's like everything. Her style, the wig, that nose. I don't like any of it right now. Like I know one time they they was, I think it was at the reunion last season when they did flashbacks and she had that short hell with like that brown like i was like she looked good then i'm like what the fuck happened yeah she had a really good i'm i ain't never seen i'm sorry i have to say this come on with it come i ain't never it. seen no bitch go get a nose job and come out with a bigger nose i just i don't understand <laughs> how that works where did I mean, the extra nose come from <laughs> because this is fair and and we gotta stop dancing around this and that she nose got a nose job and it looks worse much worse. And what is killing me is I'm not gonna take this away from her. Nene body looks good. Mm-hmm. So it's like the surgeon that, that did that that body work, you couldn't they couldn't refer you to somebody good with that nose. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very disappointing. It's very disappointing. Cause she she look she looked like a Muppet. And there ain't no way around it. She look like a Muppet. She do. Um, so Greg has stage three colon cancer, which we knew about because we learned about that in real time when the diagnosis or when they went public with it. Um, so from what I can tell, I don't know if what we're seeing is him in the middle of battling it or if it's like that kind of limbo recovery time because he has surgery. And it, yeah, and they remo- yeah, they removed part of his colon. So I'm thinking that, you know, even after they do surgery, they still do a round or two of chemo. Yeah. So I'm thinking 
we probably are seeing Greg as he goes through surgery recovery mm-hmm. and maybe chemo or radiation. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really have much too much to add on that. Like, I know we we just talked about Nene knows and that stands, but um, having know. a loved one dealing with cancer is real, and we know how cancer is treacherous. And yeah. um, we are wishing Greg. We're wishing Greg the uh, best because I don't know what his status is now because we know this was back in what June maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. I don't know what what's going on with him now. Yeah, but I haven't heard anything bad, so yeah, we definitely are wishing you, Greg, and the Leak family, all the yeah. strength in the world to deal with this. And um, Nene is back doing comedy, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, I don't. Especially, this is it. Seems like a weird time to be trying to do comedy. Yeah, just in her individual journey. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm projecting. I don't know if I would feel like trying to be funny when my husband is dealing with cancer but yeah. I don't know maybe she got some jokes from when she got kicked off from the last time I don't know <laughs> when <laughs> she got kicked off that escape <laughs> yeah speaking of escape <laughs> so we see uh, Candy and the Scott sisters which shout out to Latasha she's looking better she don't look like Project Pat no more <laughs> Both, <laughs> <laughs> um, Tamika's wigs still be bad. Them bangs, I just, mm. I don't. Mm. Okay, but anyway, so they went to the ASCAP Awards. They got the what was it? The song, the what Golden Note Award. Golden Note Award. And Tiny was there with them eyes, looking like a vampire, but. Sure. Mm, looking like she was fresh from Castlevania, but you know. Yeah, I mean, mm. I mean, other than that, she looked. I'm good. tired of her being ugly, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I like Tiny, but it disappoints me that she did that to her eyes, and now she looked like even more of a little pit bull. <laughs> this looks like a red, red nose pit bull. <laughs> she does, and that makes me sad. <laughs> Like damn, girl, you got them eyes. You look like a pit bull. Your man won't stop cheating on you. Like goddamn. Oh god. Yeah, I, I like Tiny as a person. Oh yeah, I was wondering. I was like, why they ain't showing Tiny? Because they Tiny in a VH1 deal. So okay. Mm-hmm. Girl, yeah. She was in like one scene, and that was yeah, it. Just well, it could be they were accepting the award. Yeah. She showed up, but it was interesting to see them together again. And it's so funny because. You know, I guess they really worked it out because Candy was really like, I will perform with y'all and we can do some stuff, but new music, fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah. And they and they that's what they do. And they are currently on the So So Deaf tour. Um doing their thing, I guess. But I just shout out to growth, I guess. Cause I that just seems like a recipe for disaster. Like, I mean, I'm part of the group, but I'm not doing the new shit. So y'all go ahead and do y'all own new shit. Yeah, and I'm and just, I just come here, in. and I'll yeah. just come in, and I'll come perform <laughs> our old shit. But and the new indeed. shit, good luck. And shout out to Candy because she did come out with a new single, and it actually sounds good. I liked it. I forget the name of it, so I must not have liked it that much. But I did like it oh, when I heard I it. Say, it was 
<laughs> I liked it. I'm not saying it was a great song, but I liked it, especially for it, Candy. It, it had a little bounce appeal. Yeah. yeah. That real nasty sex song. Yeah. Just, you know. I just I feel think, like I don't want to hear that song if a sex tape is not coming with it. Yeah. I was, not only that, is um, I just, Candy is attractive to me, but she just she's like way too secretive of a freak for me to like it's like yeah this is nasty but like you said Curtis girl where's the visuals where's you and Ty fucking that's what yeah. I want to see yeah yeah help me help me help me help to support your shit right by releasing that sex tape at least the clip it give us a snip give us 15 seconds give us something <clears throat> but anyway moving right along so Cynthia Bailey also too and as well has a new man. His name is Mike Hill and she met him through Steve Harvey so I feel like this is already a mess. But Curtis, that is literally my damn note. Because when she was like I met him through my good friend Steve Harvey and I was like okay this is how I know that you are not on the up and up. You and it reminded me of that episode. She was on the episode of his damn show and I was like ooh. Mm. Mm. Tell him in London. Mm. I so, just, you know, they've been dating for three months. Mm. Well, I'm and glad she stopped messing with whoever that uh, whoever that uh nigga was that they was arguing about all last season. Oh yeah, when uh the one that Eva was like, okay, but it, was she your friend or was you dating her? Right. And he was tripping over his words like Lolo Jones tripping over Hurdle. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> it's fine. It, it applied. It's fine. Anyway, so they've been dating three months, and you know she's in her whatever she called that house, <laughs> FaceTiming <laughs> him. And then Noel popped up, and Noel had me screaming when she just snatched the phone and was like, "How you doing?" Yeah. But what really made us upset as a collective group, <laughs> we became that fist that Big Mama was talking about in Soul Food. In unity and anger when Cynthia motherfucking Bailey got that wine glass and put a whole fucking bag of grapes in there. Green grapes at that. Green motherfucking table grapes. And then poured white wine in there and acted like she was really doing something. That bitch poured a Sutter Home Pinot Gris on that motherfucking glass. <laughs> On and that regular red wine, green grape. Red wine goblet. Bitch. Cynthia. I, I don't even know wine connoisseur, but at least I know how to Google which glasses go with which. Bitch. Yeah, like when you in the privacy of your home, it don't matter, but you're on TV, ma'am. National TV looking the fuck stupid. And you have money. <laughs> right. Like, it ain't money. like my broke ass in here drinking wine out of a a fucking mason jar. <laughs> like, like you, you have money. You have access, beloved. You motherfucker. <laughs> she Thanks. really went. I just. She went to Publix you and got all them fucking grapes. And didn't wash them. Didn't wash them. And I'm just like, so. I'm like, what, what is grapes? What is grapes supposed to do in a wine glass? Like grapes don't give off no flavor if they not busted open. So what is that supposed to do? And fermenting. 
Right. And I don't even think they make wine out of those kind of grapes. So I'm just really confused. <laughs> like, and like she was supposed to up there posing on FaceTime like she was doing something, like she was six. And Noel was looking at her like, girl. Yeah. And so then it got real weird and dark because they started, the conversation went kind of left. And Noel was like, uh, I'm sitting right here. And the dude was like, oh, I forgot she was there. And I was like, this is weird. Right. He talking about, like, oh, I like to be in control. And Cynthia like, oh, you. And I'm like, Noel is like right there. And my thing with that, because Cynthia was like, can't you go somewhere? And I'm like, bitch, you got a whole house. You can't go have this conversation in your room. You, you yeah, already my, feeling loose. <laughs> how old is Noel? She's 18 yet? Uh, I'm not sure. I think she I got it. I just felt like the way she was talking to Noel over some new dick was weird to me. Three months. Three months. Can't you go somewhere, girl? That's your motherfucking daughter. Where she got to go? And she Why specifically, the man asked her what you got up, and she was like, I came to hang out with my mom. Like, bitch. It was just weird. It, it was weird. I didn't like it. I'm not saying, I'm not alluding to anything about Cynthia's a mother. It's, it was a weird moment. Yeah, it was just a weird moment. That I wish hadn't happened. Because while I think Cynthia is attractive, she's not sexy to me. So it was just like... Alright, auntie. Yeah. <laughs> She has the capacity to be sexy, but that definitely was not it. Them damn grapes. That cheap wine. It just Noelle is 19. Okay. Oh, okay. She's 19. Yeah. Noelle is very pretty though. She is. She comes from some good DNA. I was gonna say, yeah, she comes from good stock, so you know, never mind. Because Leon's still fine. Yeah, he always been fine. He aging amazingly. Yeah. Speaking of fine. So we see Eva's little family and Eva has dropped that baby. She getting back to her fighting size, I guess. Looking good. Yeah. That family picture was really good. They look. Let me tell you what, what made me have a gag moment. When that photographer was like, let me get some with just you. When she turned that shit on. Model. I was like, oh, bitch, you. Ooh. No, you let me tell you what had me hollering when she was like the difference between my modeling style and Cynthia's modeling style is I guess about 20 years. I was like, ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. I was like, ooh. 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 Hey. I was like, ooh. But yeah, I I same Candace. When she turned that shit on, I was in here like, damn. Yeah, I know that man is like I'm the luckiest motherfucker on the planet. That that's what he was and looking I'm like. Crazy. He was just he was just standing. Yeah, they got a um, they have a stunning family. Yeah, that little yeah. boy is um, very very cute. Very cute, and and the little girl is really cute. And yeah. I'm glad that she got her and that child away from that abusive ass baby father she had. Yeah, yeah. Y- y'all heard when she said she was like Mike is the only father that Marley has ever known. I was like, ooh. Yeah, her baby daddy is trash. Yeah. What's his name? It don't matter. We don't need to give him no shine. Trash. trash. I think it's Kevin Gates. What? what? From, no, Kevin. Not, not Kevin. Kevin McCall. Yeah. 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 yeah that yeah, nigga yeah. from uh, that one Chris Brown song they played the life out of. Yeah. Yeah. They do yeah. that with every Chris Brown song. But anyway. True. Trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we move a little bit forward. Nene was in her store. Was it? I don't know. Swag. Yeah. And then she's selling, opening selling a the store. latest, greatest fashion over fashion. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she's opening the store in Miami, I think she said, called Swagalicious. And I was like, uh. Mm. Which the, the self-drag of your, <laughs> you naming that, that store that and you don't have none of your own. But you know what? That's fine. No. And so her and Portia back tight and Portia was in there doing a lot, trying to, trying to, you know, make her laugh and stuff. So I was like, okay, I guess that's a nice little moment. Um, but that was definitely one of the moments when I looked at Portia and I was like, oh no, sis might be pregnant. London, give it a rest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then we move right along. So Candy, um, she brought her family to, I think that award ceremony was in New York. I'm not 100% sure, though. Anyway, so they brought the whole family. Uh, Todd. Um, Little Ace. Todd's not so... Never. You know what? She's not grown. Never mind. Um, Todd's daughter and uh, Riley and Ace and uh, her manager, I think. Yeah. Or, or, of uh, Candy Coated Entertainment or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. So they were all there, and basically it was a it was a drag fest because them two um, were dragging the fuck out of Todd and Candy. Yeah, because they were Candy was like, well, what would what what would y'all feel, or what would it be like if we had more kids? And Riley was like, absolutely, the fuck not. <laughs> like I don't, I do not want to raise another goddamn child because y'all ain't never run. I was like, yeah, because Candy was like, well, we still have embryos, and I don't feel right just leaving them and riley was like i feel perfectly fine telling you to leave them <laughs> you don't need no more babies y'all ain't never around she was like i see how y'all all are as parents so no i'm good i was like "Ooh, <laughs> i was spicy Ooh. it was muy caliente riley was not here for the shits correct wow. And little Ace was just—he was just over there, like I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> he, he poor baby, was so tired. He was so tired. And when they was on that red carpet for the award, he was out there doing all that yelling because he was so tired. Candy was like, "Oh, I guess I miss, uh, I, I miscalculated his bedtime." And I was like, and "You know, the other thing that had me hollering because so Riley was reading Candy, and then in the, her confessional, she was like." Yes, I do work a lot, but I'm at all of my kids' doctor's appointments and all of this and all of that. And then she got an alert on her phone. And she was like, oh, I missed the conference for Ace's school. Damn. I mm-hmm. was like, so you just, so you're going to self-drag in addition to being dragged by Riley. Got it. Yeah. A self-drag. That was a crop of help because Riley was like, you ain't around and you got me out here in these goddamn wigs, child. Uh, that's what I wanted to talk about. Hello. I know that's why I said it. <laughs> Somebody need to call CPS on Candy about the little girl wig now, child. Goddamn. <laughs> when they at first, it took me a minute to realize that was Riley because she looked so fucking old in that cheap wig. Mm. Listen, babe, I'd rather you forbid your daughter from wearing wigs than to have her out here in one of them Karen Huger wigs. Okay, mm. now that wig was the fuck terrible. <laughs> I was like, Candy, girl, is what everything okay doing? with Riley? Is no, no, it is not. What the, where's Brick at the, the, to step in on this bullshit? At least he's somewhere still being a part-time dad. Like, girl, what the fuck? 
Riley sitting there looking like her grandmama in that wig and shit. Mm-hmm. Old lady gang. Mm-hmm. Old lady. Old, 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 old lady. Wig. Old yeah. bitch wig. Yeah. Yeah, daughter out here in old bitch wig. Sister, that sister Odell wig. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Good, Good luck, Riley. Good luck. Good luck, girl. <laughs> you lost all that weight. Hopefully, you'll get that together too. But. Mm. Oh, you gonna apparently you gonna need it because Todd Karen ain't never run. So <laughs> good luck. Okay. Hey, fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the truth. <laughs> and Candy, Candy kind of trifling. She don't even leave no no glam squad behind for Riley or nothing, Jesus. Mm. Had Riley out mm. here. Riley out here styling like Nene. Candy, you know damn better, girl. What you doing? Listen, Ooh. listen. Ooh. But we gonna Dang. we gonna we gonna revisit the wig conversation when we get to Black Ink Crew. Because <laughs> woo, oh, so um, when Portia decided that she wanted to get all the girls to go to uh Miami to support Nene, and she called. Candy. That conversation was awkward as shit. Fuck the conversation. Why the fuck does Candy have a ring back tone of herself? Y'all. I was Honestly, like, bitch, this is not 2002. Most- what the fuck is this? It sounded the, the nar- fuck bad. Martin, most narcissistic bullshit. I was like, I was like, a ring back tone? This bitch smoking dicks. <laughs> 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 Yo, when, <laughs> I can't. Even and it like, sounded like she recorded this shit in a porta potty. Every man needs a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is terrible. I was like, I can't believe you are a Grammy Award winning <laughs> artist, and this is what you do with your cellular device. You need your ass beat. <laughs> oh man. I could not believe that. And it's like anytime when it's Portia and Candy, you'd be like, Candy need to be on her P's and Q's, and she disappoints you every time with some silliness. <laughs> some foolishness. <'cause> that... <laughs> all them, everybody, all them ugly people in that kitchen was looking like the hell? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Cause what that nigga name, Portia, friend, friend, or whatever the fuck, that nigga looked like a baboon. I don't know. And Portia definitely got all the looks because her sister i mean her sister not ugly but she just looked plain damn i forgot that was her damn sister shit <laughs> but then again we don't know what portia bought and what she didn't so true Fair. yeah Fair. um so yeah so they go to miami and it's portia's birthday so she was like oh you know i was thinking about introducing you to the ladies but i think we're gonna hold off on that and so he asked you know who all was there she started going down the list of ladies that was there and as we said earlier when she got to candy he started acting hella weird bb weird mm-hmm. and uh but then they went to i guess an apartment and you know he pulled out all the stops again we know the man got money and uh they had a personal chef and some other bitch was in there i don't know what she was there for but she was there let me not call her bitch um and then you know he had 
pedals all on the ground to the bed and it was just a lot going on and uh they ended the episode on a little cliffhanger and he's like oh i got something for you and he had a box and then they did all this weird editing and then it was to be continued and i was like was this that y'all could have just left this part out and started the next episode with this but whatever yeah, like yeah, the first pr- the premiere of the new season and y'all starting on a cliffhanger already. But yeah. Okay, I guess. yeah, that don't give me high hopes for the rest of the season. But we are gonna see what happens. Right. We are gonna have to pray that Shamari is trash and uh, entertains us. <laughs> yeah, pray for the trash. Keep pray pray for some pray to keep some shit going. Yeah, because I don't have high hopes for the season so far. I'm just going to be honest. I don't think it'll be as bad as season 10. Yeah. That, was, that shit was the fuck. Season 10 was fucking terrible. Dry. Dry, baby. Dry. Dry like was bad. Dry like Riley. Dry like, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were there, friend. We were there. <laughs> yeah. I, hold on, y'all. I'm watching London. She just went and grabbed these cookies off the counter. Come on, Stretch Armstrong. Give me the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting you about four feet tall. Thank you. Yeah, uh, London definitely taller than you. Oh, wait a motherfucking minute. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the fucking phone now. <laughs> but, no, listen, because at the, but, the last weekend, I was like, well, shit, I was like, I forgot you was this short. I didn't. Hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah. I'm a little on the short side. A lot. I'm taller than Tay. That's all that mattered. Well, her, her titty's tall, though. So, yeah, indeed. Going for. Definitely. Shout out to, shout out shout to Tay. So yeah, um, yeah, that's it for uh, bad wigs of Atlanta for the most part. Yeah, I'm not. The season doesn't give me hope. Not even the previews. I feel like the biggest thing is gonna be as usual. These past couple seasons, Candy versus Portia. Candy versus Portia. Like I'm not even trying to be funny, but keep it. She like keep keep that. It's old now. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like all of the remakes that hollywood is doing and it's like maybe if y'all gave some of the other ladies some storylines we wouldn't have to keep going back to this yeah but because from what i can tell nobody has a storyline except for nini and her storyline is not really going to coincide with nothing else because we talking about greg having cancer yeah so i'm like ain't none of y'all doing nothing cynthia like i just anyway so yeah, I don't have high hopes, but I don't think it's it's gonna be on the level of uh love and hip hop Hollywood. Cause I don't think it's gonna be that bad to the point where we have to quit the show. No, I think they're gonna give us just enough to be like, okay, this shit was dry, but this happened. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna give us just enough to keep coming back, but we're gonna be mad as hell about it. Yeah, I agree. So speaking of mad as hell, Black Ink Crew. Mm. So I don't know what happened in the past episodes that we missed, and I didn't go back and watch them because I don't care. But this yeah. episode, um, so Sky and Genesis, you know, Genesis finally um powered down from being a super <laughs> saiyan. <laughs> 
Hey, listen, when me and Mike was watching that, we was like, this nigga walked in the shop with some 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 energy. Mm-hmm. This nigga got some I beat everybody ass in here energy. Yep. What you expect? He got them uh he got cornrows. <laughs> right. Any nigga in 2018 that still got cornrows, you know they 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 live the fight. Yeah. Also, he looked like Sky. He looked just like Sky. Yeah, he does. He does. He kind of got like some model cheekbones. Like I could see it. Yeah, she got some handsome kids. I can't take that away from yeah. her. I mean, she's she's a nice looking lady. She just crazy as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so they made up, and you know, whatever therapy um, or whatever he did to get over his anger, and now he's okay with his mama. Which good luck to him. That's all I got. Cause I, I can't say good luck, Scott, because fuck her. But you know. Yeah. And then uh the other son, Dez, is like, oh yeah, my friend got murdered. He got shot in my apartment while I wasn't there. And so that was a whole thing. And Scott was like, get your fucking shit together. Cause it sounded like you rolling with the bad crowd. And I didn't I couldn't disagree because that just sounds hella suspect. Like yeah. you just happened to be gone and your homie get shot through the door yeah. in yeah, your apartment. Like that yeah, so um and even um shit, even Genesis told him like, yo, that's the people you hang around. Yeah, like, Genesis was, was like, you my brother. I'm not trying to see you go out there like that and right. you ain't about that life, which true. Who ain't? The nigga's a high school football star who wanted to go to the uh army until they told him he had dry skin. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll double back to that. Uh, so then we move on to Donna having a conversation <laughs> with Jada. They both look in the fuck bad. I just... <laughs> Two unemployed bitches. <laughs> unemployed wigs. I'm finna say they, uh, these the most looking looking like some damn mo- <laughs> yo they're looking like the crystal gems and shit from Stevie Universe. <laughs> well, Donna missing a tooth, so she got to be a shattered one. Anyway, <laughs> crack Jim. <laughs> um, so because we like we took a break, so we like two episodes, you know, behind catching up. But I'm. Y'all know I don't really care for Steve, but um, when he told Donna, why the fuck am I talking to you? You a worker. I'm the boss. In the conversation. Toki stays. Fuck out of here. It's going to be me or Toki. That nigga said, don't leave you. I made my decision. It's Toki. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and she looked and sound the fuck stupid because I'm like, you taking your anger out towards teddy and sees out on this girl this girl didn't do nothing and you being upset with her and trying to draw a a line in the sand is not going to get jada her job back and and also trying to draw a line if we run it way back jada got what her hand called for correct because she been she been putting her hands on bitches in that shop over teddy for a fucking minute now and so whatever this shit that happened this time while she wasn't the aggressor it it was just her bad juju catching up with her because her and uh the what's the the Mexican bitch that's supposed to be the shot manager, Tati. Tati. yeah her, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which mm-hmm. I mean Jada kicked all that off initially, 
She did. So that's not untrue. It's, like, it's okay. not untrue. However, we still can't overlook the fact that she tried to make peace and then they flipped it on. Ain't no peace. Ain't no peace when she put your hands on people. Like peace could have been made had she not had Jada not tried to beat Tati the fuck up last season. Then peace could have been made then, but she really tried to beat that girl ass over Teddy last season. She didn't try. She succeeded. <laughs> yeah, she did. She beat her the fuck up. Yeah, she did. And and I mean. I'm going to be honest with you. If I'm Tati, it ain't going to never be no peace with me and that bitch. Ever. You try to fight me over some dick, we never going to be peaceful. Well, well, but the thing, of, the thing about that is it's not Tati that was the aggressor and that it was Teddy. Yeah, I was going to say, and then also you got to remember Tati, while that's true, Candace, I agree with you, Tati and typical, you know, I don't know what it is with these Latinos and on Black Ink, this one and the other one, Going for a white woman, she was trying to make peace with on um, Jada too. But then when Tati started getting—I mean, not Tati—when on uh, Teddy started getting aggressive, then when she doubled back and tried to, you know, play the victim and shit. So it's like, you know, hey, yeah. But I, I mean, don't disagree. Like your track record, you, you yeah, can't yeah. snake your track record. So, and plus, it was like again, and we said this in a previous episode. You had all that energy. You was like, "Fuck Black Ink." You was yeah. trying to recruit Young Bay, and so now yeah. you sitting up here looking yeah. crazy. Young Bay was like, girl, <laughs> And my thing is, it's like, I don't even feel like she really want her job back. She just don't want somebody else to have it. Yeah, basically, she don't want her job back as a receptionist. She wants her wrote her place back on Black Ink to get right. that check. Correct. When she got fired, she pretty much was written off the show, and that's always how it is. But you should have thought about that. When motherfuckers told you to take your ass back to New York, you should have took your ass back to New York. Like, at some point, and she's get on my motherfucking nerves, but at some point, when he tell a motherfucker to do something, they should just do it. Yep. Just fucking do it. He told Donna and uh, Jada to get the fuck on and get back to New York and run no shop. And they like, uh-uh, we've been to stay down here and cause more trouble. Well, guess what? Now your ass pregnant, unemployed, and was involved in the shootout. Good luck, bitch. See you yep. later. Toodles. I don't know what you want because you could have had a job. Yep. And so, and same with uh, same with Donna. Why did you always trying to go head up with a shop owner, bitch, when you don't even own your own place? Oh, roommate having ass, bitch. Like, you don't have nothing to yourself but trying to tell a man who owns one, two, three, four, five tattoo shops what the fuck he better do. Over a girl, over a girl that got fired and embraced it and quit on top of that. Like, girl, I'm trying to figure this shit the fuck out. I'm not. And when she gonna tell Alex, you my man, so you got my back, he like, bitch, I got bills. I got a kid. I'm on probation. I got to stay employed, bitch. I know you got me full circle fucked up. I'm not. That nigga said, I'm not doing it. Nope. She mad in the motherfucker. He told her to sleep on it and sleep on it some more. And then act like she got some fucking sense. Listen. I fucking I like Alex. I didn't like him at first because him and Mel had got off to a bad start. Well, he but, came uh, into the shop on bad with that vagina slayer bullshit. Yeah. You see, he laid that shit to rest real quick. Yep. Yeah, I feel like he's cleaned up a lot. I'm sure he probably got bombarded on social media. It was like, nigga, you are how old talking about vagina slayer? You sound the fuck stupid. Like, you barely... I, he did, because I had said something, and he had responded to me on Twitter. I was like, 
I would like him so much more if he would just be professional. I don't yeah. want to get no tattoo from a nigga named the Vagina Slayer. Well, he sure took that advice because he dropped that shit. His art got better and he moving like he got some sense, which also I believe probably shit that's going on with his dad probably also attributed to that too. But. Well, yeah, he seemed to have a better relationship with his dad. He taking care of his son. That nigga said, uh, you want me to stop coming to work because you being irrational. Taking a, a cause up. For somebody that probably would not do the same for you, because I don't feel like Jada has no loyalty to anybody. I don't see Jada picketing outside of Black Ink for Donna's. Oh, hell, she's not even picketing outside of Black Ink on her own behalf. Listen, because if she really wanted her job back, she could have asked to go be a receptionist in one of of his other shops. Mm -hmm. If you was that fucking serious. Yo, remember? I know I got some beef with, I know I don't get along with Teddy and Tati, but. Is there any way I could be the receptionist at 125? Uh, I'm willing to move down and be the receptionist at you know, whatever. He got five shops. He got one in New Orleans. Uh, he got one in Orlando. The one that's in Atlanta. And then the two in New York. Like, girl, if you really wanted a job that bad, you would have made a way. Yeah. Hey, remember when uh when Donna moved in with Jada and Jada was asking her for rent and Donna was like, "Girl, what rent?" <laughs> oh, remember when did she move out on Jada? To yeah, yeah. yeah, with Mo. Yeah, I left, and Jada was about to beat her ass. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, "Girl, girl, don't beat my ass. I'm gonna help you find somebody." Yeah, we ain't forgot, ho. The niggies remember. Indeed. Huh? I'm like, girl. The north side remember for somebody who you abandoned and broke mm-hmm. lease on. You better mm-hmm. go sit your stupid ass down. Yep. However, there's a key moment that I want to discuss. <laughs> when Teddy and C's were in the shop and they said something gotta be wrong with Donna because she got her ass done before she got a bottom two. <laughs> <laughs> And I could not disagree. <laughs> I could not disagree. As much as Teddy and C get on my motherfucking nerves, I could not disagree. <laughs> Ooh, shit. <laughs> uh-huh. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Donna Teeth definitely look like chess pieces on the goddamn board. Cause, ooh, shit. Mm. And mm. so, to add to that, Donna's dumbass and her defiance has spent however much money to rent out a space to do tattoos and alex is like why would you spend all this money renting out a space when you got a space all you got to do is go talk to seeds and apologize listen alex was trying to talk sense in the hood and i was like alex i applaud you but you can't talk sense yeah. out of bird sense yeah yeah because he was like the money in is not going to equal the money out and you're going to be your money going to be fucked up yeah, and she, and she was, was like, just being hard headed, and I was just like, mm. she was like, the goal was gonna meet, and Alice was like, I, I was like, I could tell you failed economics, Donna. God damn, oof, mm. failed economics, failed dentistry, just some. Curtis, God Anyway, um, mm. failed life because ooh, shit, yeah. So let's move on. We gonna let's circle back. We done talked about the teeth, so let's get back to the wigs. Mm. So mm. Melody, Melody <laughs> 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 showed up in that shop with that musty ass white man that she married to. 
And do y'all remember that picture that be on Twitter? People you using of Countess Vaughn, and she had the wig that looked like that. (laughs) (laughs) What possessed Melody to put a bone straight wig on shoulder length, or maybe a little bit longer, over them crop circle ass dress that she got? I do not know. I don't know if I've ever seen somebody put a wig on and look that bad. First of all, Lalo looked like he smelled like afterbirth. He looked like he smelled like smegma. Yeah. Yeah. He act musty. He looked musty. Like some smell like he, he looked like he smelled like some old chicken. Some un some old unseasoned chicken. But he didn't tell a lie because he was like, your wig is well, he did lie when he said her wig was on point. But the overall point, he didn't lie. He was like, your wig is on point, your makeup is on point, but you don't have a tattoo machine. Because she walked in there with that horrible wig to ask him to borrow a tattoo machine because for whatever reason, the one she had don't work. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, that, well, we know the reason. That sent him into a tizzy. It's oh. he, um, but he I, been like, fed up. I, I googled I, I googled him or whatever, and he runs a successful tattoo shop, and he's good at what he does. Mm-hmm. However, one thing for sure and two for certain, and I don't care what anybody says about this, ain't no white man finna talk to me ridiculous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he didn't lie, but the way he talked to her, the way he talked to her, and always talks to her. Yeah, always. Yeah. Yo, I was like, and he ain't even a fine white man. Like, uh, like the nigga looks like a pair of dirty loafers. He looked like old old navy flip flops. Yes, that's been worn real. real yeah, real you know when they start yes. turning brown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, yeah. and so to me, I'm just like, nah, it's, nah. it's a no for me. Like he yeah. had a point, but as usual, he always talked to her like she just some retarded black bitch, and she he allows talked, it. That's he, it. Yep. Yeah. He. Th- <laughs> he th- he talks to her like he saved her and shit. Like, before he you talked, met me, you was just a tragic mulatto. Now you got me. He right, talked to, talk to her like he told her to go outside for Thanksgiving while the rest of his family eat. Shout out to Elon James, retarded ass. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't back of the bus, Barbie. <laughs> I knew you were going to clean it up. That was... <laughs> that you, and was Jim, you and Jim Crow James. Anyway... <laughs> He eating his little to go plate in the driveway. <laughs> right. Suffering. <laughs> suffering. <laughs> anyway. Um <laughs> suffering and stuffing. Ooh. Can you imagine uh, then the food probably ain't anyway? He did all of that to be able to eat green bean casserole. Mm-hmm. That's what Melody and husband look like. He looked like cream of mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> he do. Um, so we move on. We go back to the shop, and some weird bitch named Signature oh, came sorry, in. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> London being bad. <laughs> but uh Please get to this because this confused me. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. some weirdo named Signature came in there. First of all, that name, like girl, but out anyway, the blue, and was continue. like, "Oh, I'm here to help you improve your brand 
and da 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 and then you know kitty was like well i'm the brand ambassador and signature was like oh well you look like trash so i'm just gonna talk to see <laughs> and so she was showing him some kind of little raggedy pitch that she put together and was like oh we need to be selling your merchandise on amazon and da 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 and everybody in the shop was like this bitch sound loony <laughs> She was like, we need to package this with flat tummy tea. Like, you need to put it on Instagram. I was like, but yeah. I, mm. And, you know, but C's goofy ass, because she was, you know, charming him, was like, I mean, I don't know what she's talking about, but she, yeah, I'll let her talk. I was like, oh. and he And he could see, especially Kitty was visibly, like, yeah. confused. and he like was he was doing that to bother Kitty, which I don't understand, because I'm like, you've already been there and done that. Like, why do you care about But you know Kitty? what? N- no, because Kitty won't take him back. Remember she caught him at that ski trip and she was like, okay, I'm cool on you. For real. And he been trying to get in her good grace to sense and she won't give him the time of day. Oh, so, so you think this was... Well, this he, damn sure ain't gonna get in her good graces. Since he can't yeah, get in her I good graces, he gonna get on her nerves. That's what you're saying? Since he can't get in her panties, he gonna get on her nerves. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, you know what? That's fair. That's typical. Cause that sounds like some shit C's would do. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds yeah, like... Yeah, cause he been after Kitty since that ski trip with that white bitch. Yeah. The cause wasn't, bitch they, wasn't they getting back on good terms and then he fucked it up with yes. that shit? Yep. Yes. Yep. And you're right, cause he been doing weird shit ever since. Yep. Doing yep. weird pranks and Yep. Whatever yeah. they did with the luggage when they took that one trip, and yep. yeah, he's been hella weird ever since. But that girl's signature is even more weird. So yeah. I'm just don't tell me you know marketing or no brand ambassador or whatever the fuck you call yourself, and you talking about me marketing my tattoo shop with flat tummy tea. Bitch, if you don't fucking go and she didn't have no business in. cards. And that shit don't even add up because nope. when you get a tattoo, you need to be able to sit still for a few hours. Tummy tea make you shit. So, like, you ain't even trying to market me in congruence with something that makes sense. Bitch, you trying to market me with diarrhea tea. <laughs> I know you fucking lying. <laughs> uh, flat tummy ink, I guess. Correct. Although I have to say, <laughs> he needs to talk to Ryan because nobody is moving merch on between these shows like Ryan is. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because Ryan actually know what the fuck he's doing and sees yeah. Ryan coming for him too. Ryan got him a second shop. We're gonna see how that unfolds on the next season, but he the definitely started to stack up. The fact up. that we we on Black Ink, but we look we more looking forward to Chicago. That should tell you a lot. And if anybody from New York listens to this. Y'all need to get y'all shit together because y'all shit is dry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty dry and goofy. But dry. shout out to C's for not firing Toki for having that little meltdown that she had and for the people in that shop actually showing some compassion. Yeah. 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 Sometimes y'all do half of something, right? Sometimes. Sometimes. A, Emphasis. a quarter. A quarter, half yeah. giving you guys a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thirty second. What? Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes you do a pinch, a tinch, like the old folks say, a tinch. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Speaking of a tinch, so Melody came in with a tinch of tears. Um, talking to Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> That needs to be the show title. Taint your tears. <laughs> Let me write it down. 
crying over that white man, that musty ass white man. Imagine again. crying over a white man Imagine in 2018. Crying over a white man who looks like a, a toad with fungus. Ooh, try to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He definitely looked like a moldy just... stretch Armstrong doll. He you do. is very fucking ugly, and I know them dreads stink. Everything I know, them dreads stink, them cargo shorts stink. (laughs) He look like the type that'll wear the same pair of pants like for a week straight. Yeah, and the same drawers too. Mm -hmm. And socks. And we know he used to it because we ain't forgot that RV. I know y'all wasn't watching no goddamn. (laughs) 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 Y'all wasn't. Yo, yo, Curtis, yo, yo, when I watched it, it reminded me of the episode we did with, with Lexi and Tay when we were talking about she couldn't make no goddamn oodles and noodles. She, that's what I was about to say. They, they, I, we know they wasn't in there eating and they wasn't in there washing no goddamn clothes because they had no electricity. We know he used to, to living in squalor and filth. Oh, man. Hey, squalor, one of my favorite words. You know how disgusting you got to be for somebody to say you living in squalor? <laughs> <laughs> you are peak disgusting. He just Ooh. look gross. He just he do. He do. But yeah, so, and Kitty was like, well, girl, whatever you need, we here for you. And I was like, are y'all? Because <laughs> historically you? speaking. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Y'all have not had Melody's back at all. Remember, remember when the remember when? Oh, Don- that's what I wanted to uh, bounce back on. C's ain't tell a single fucking lie when he told Donna, "Bitch, you've been fighting in this shop since you got here. Now you talking about you worried about your safety, man? If you don't get the fuck on, mm. Mm, I, I, however many fights you done had with Sky, you gonna fought with Melody like girl by." Remember when she you done fought with everybody in that motherfucking shop, and you talking about uh we don't feel safe working with Toki, bitch. Go listen. <laughs> like, don't you have a whole ex boyfriend that's like out to kill you and sent his sister to come fight you in the shop? It was the sister and the cousin, wasn't it? Because it were two people that yeah. came. Yeah, like if anybody should not feel safe, it's everybody else. You the one that's bringing all the drama and, and danger. Mm-hmm. Danger. <laughs> That's what a teeth look like. like <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this bitch talking about? Talking about we fear for our safety. Who is we bitch? Because mm. everybody in this fucking shop be fighting. Yeah. All the motherfucking time. That's all they do. Hey, which remind me, I wrote this down. Uh talk speaking of Melody, uh husband. He ain't tell no lie. I mean, we ain't like his delivery, but he ain't tell no lie when he said that they all do shit in that damn shop. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. He was reading. He was like, I... they don't. He was reading, but they don't have to though, because they get that big fish check. Yeah. That's but true. Still, That's true. He was, but, but when he when he told her you turn into somebody I don't like, I was like, ooh, right. You, she turned into, and even then, I was like, she turned into somebody who has a life outside of him, and yeah. he's pissed yeah. off about it. Yeah, yeah. he don't he like seemed that. Like the, he did, well, I ain't no seem. He is the controlling type. She yeah. Melody enjoys that shop as long as she's not managing it. Yeah. She yeah. enjoys working there. She enjoys the partying. She do need her ass whipped for not having money to buy no no working tattoo gun. He had a very valid point about that. Yep. Because bitch, what is you arguing with it? What is you tattooing with a needle? 
Mm. Like just a just a sewing needle? Bitch, you doing jail tattoos. <laughs> Can a big pen and a and a stone. Yeah. <laughs> girl. And taking, and taking the ink off of uh off magazines and shit. Like, girl, what the fuck is you doing? But yeah, he you turning somebody on like, no, she have the life outside of you and you don't like it. Yeah, right. She not she didn't want to be a stay at home mom because he wanted her to stay home. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Why are you going back to work? We have a child." Like, okay. And? Well, we. Fuck that little motherfucker. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I knew coming. That's why I say that. I just hope hey, that I the think... baby has got eat, has eaten. The correct, <laughs> correct. And been able to take a bath. Yeah. Not in an RV. Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. Uh, so let's Baby see. Baby smelling like tamales. Uh, right. <laughs> Ugh, tamales. <laughs> oh, y'all get on my nerves. <laughs> Speaking of Baby, getting on nerves, you had that baggy eating beanies and weenies. <laughs> <laughs> Vienna <laughs> sausages and seeing Ritz crackers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <not> even... <laughs> that need a sound. I need a sound bite on that. Ugh. <laughs> I just the smell. That's probably what that man smell like too. Vienna sausage. Vienna sausage. They smell like throw up. Yeah. Ooh, they smell like the depths of Hades. Like ooh, mm. that is mm. that's hell. If you yeah. believe in such a thing, hell is hell smells like Vienna sausages. I believe mm-hmm. it. Those are awful. They're ter- they're evil, and, <laughs> and whatever kind of liquid juice they were swimming in. Satan's tears. That's what the fuck it is. Okay, them little demon dicks in the little can. <laughs> demon dicks. <laughs> I can't decide between the tank. Yo, and that's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh man, Curtis, you are doing them. <laughs> Demon dicks. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. okay, back on track. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Donna went to the shop. No, so they were having a, a sip and paint party. Um, Toki's idea. And she was, you know, that wasn't hard to sell because she was like naked bitches, and they and Walt was like Walt was Sign like, that, me up. yeah, right. He was like that creepy uh wolf from the Looney Tunes uh cartoon. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. uh, well, I mean, it works because he looked like it, so you know, he's very fucking ugly. <laughs> like, if you put a beard on a roach, it would be Walt. He is very unattractive. He do look like a dung beetle. He do, he looks like do. a beetle. He do. I don't have nothing to add because mm. he just ugly to me. But anyway, he looked a little musty too. Anyway, a little. Um, he looked a lot of musty. Um. So Donna basically comes in with Alex, and she's trying to talk to C's, and C's was like, "Bitch, fuck you." <laughs> He's like, I, he wasn't trying to hear nothing she had to say. He was like, you made your decision. You don't work here no more. Goodbye. 
and then Donna started trying to talk about loyalty, and she been there five years, and she helped build that shop. She been there five years, and still can't tattoo worth the damn. Build what shop? Because Black Ink was up and running when Donna uh, got off that Greyhound from Cleveland. Yep. And that's basically what C said. And he was like, you ain't helped build a motherfucking thing. Like, you don't have no, you don't have no authority here. You can go. And Donna yeah. was. And so they left because he definitely, like I said, he was not trying to hear that shit. And then uh, Kitty called herself trying to stick up for Donna. And then C's was getting in her ass. So she got mad as she walked out and was like, ain't he ain't gonna talk to me like that. He you you can't be a boss and talk to your employees like that. And it was like, well, you can if the if the employee not knowing their place. Right. Um, although I do have to say, I do have to say I feel like Caesar putting on a bit because he don't have that same energy not, with Teddy and Sky. Well, he ain't gonna never have that same energy with Teddy because that's his blood cousin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He ain't gonna never have that energy with Sky because Sky always be there no matter what. See, the thing is, Sky crazy than a motherfucker, but when it comes to C's, she gonna always be there, and you can't really take that from her. He put money and food in her mouth, and she be shutting the fuck up and letting him do what he do with his shots. The yep. other people should take notes. Correct. Although, well, if, if, if any of us went into our job talking to our boss the way they become their C's, we would be some employed motherfuckers. Imagine us, imagine us telling our boss who they could hire, or who they could fire, mm-hmm. or who should be working there. Child, I wouldn't have no fucking job. I could tell you that. Me either. So Kitty went out to blow some steam, and I forget who she was out there talking. Oh, uh, um, Guy Ooh. Fox went out there to talk to her. Um, mm-hmm. They call her Tati. Oh, <laughs> Curtis, I ain't gonna lie. When you said God, I was like, who? <laughs> I was like, who the fuck? I was like, I don't give a fuck. She looked like that guy Fox man. <laughs> if that's what she looked like. That's what I'm gonna call her. <laughs> God, Tati. <laughs> Tati Fox. <laughs> 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 we're on a roll today oh, I'm screaming. I knew who he was talking about like, look at this diabolical nigga man <laughs> yo but like he done said it before but like I'm well since speaking of also big fish fuck y'all cause I don't nobody give a fuck about Teddy and Tati like, uh, at all at all uh, uh. And so that way, when he said it, I was like, who? Because I forgot all about Tati because I don't give a fuck about her or Teddy. <laughs> so. At all. At all. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so she went out there trying to console Kitty and Kitty was going off. And so then the signature girl with her weird ass showed up again and she bought some douce and acted like she <laughs> cured cancer. I was like, oh, I, was, I didn't bring you nothing cheap. I was br- bring y'all something, whatever she said. And I was like... I was like, really? A bottle of Douce, girl? Really? Really? Girl, she act like she had bought some Louis Thirteenth in there. Right. Um, and so Tati was in her feeling. So she went back inside and Signature was like, oh, is this your brand ambassador? How you doing? And Tati mushed her and, and started with Kitty. her. Kitty. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kitty. 
you know, Kitty went in there and Signature was like, oh, is this your brand ambassador? How you doing? And she stuck out her hand for her uh, Kitty to shake. And Kitty shook her wig and said, <laughs> "Listen, hey, what you saying? Pre-game can is Kitty DC came out because woo. Listen, oh yeah, woo. DC and Kitty came out. Woo. The Amo, the Amo and Kitty came out. Uh, uh, she, was, she was connecting every punch. Uh, uh, a ass whooping. <laughs> that's, ooh, yeah, shit. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the ass whooping that Kitty was gonna get Duchess when Duchess head in that damn house that season." <laughs> Kitty was whooping. Her, I mean, yeah, Kitty was whooping her ass. She and, and how you know? Because Signature was talking all that shit. My name is Signature. I'm gonna write it all over your face. Are you? Uh, right. Because well, apparently, well, Kitty was the one doing the signature punching the bitch. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Kitty wrote them hands all on that bitch. I mean, granted, it was a sucker punch to begin with, because the girl had her hand out, but she was being shady. She should have expected yeah. that that was Cause early. Because early on. Right, because earlier in the episode, when uh when the girl asked Kitty name and uh she said Kitty and she was like, oh, so you pussy? And Kitty was like, oh, uh, uh, what? Huh? Yeah, see, everybody was like, whoa, <laughs> right? Listen, they turned into Tim Allen from Home Improvement. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I knew in that moment that Kitty could fight because she didn't say nothing. She mm. was like, oh, okay, bitch. Find yeah. out and see. Like yeah. that was the look she had on her face. Like, okay, well, find out how pussy I am, bitch. See yeah. if I'm pussy and get fucked. Yeah, and I was—I yeah. knew right then. I was like, "Oh, Kitty gonna Boy. stomp a mud hole in her." And well, wow. well, I mean, it took to the end of the episode, but she definitely beat her. Ass. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Yeah, she was like, yeah. "Okay," yeah. but ooh. again, and I still don't even—I ain't gonna even call it a sucker punch because you took—you calling somebody pussy. You supposed to always be ready. That's what I said. Yeah. Like, given the shade that you've been uh, throwing at her. Since you walked into that shop, you should have known. At least you should have been like Doctor Strange and saw all three million possible hey, outcomes. And that's... <laughs> like you should have been trying to shake nobody's hand, calling them pussy. Yep. Like they should have. Right. You were supposed to, as we say, keep that same energy, but Correct. you didn't. Right, Kitty, and Kitty was dressed to box already. She really was. She really was. She, she had a hat on and everything. So yeah, um, she was gonna dress like Jada Pinkett Smith. She was ready. She was. Low down, dirty shame. What happened to that signature? <laughs> Ass whooping, sign sealed and delivered. Cause goddamn, cause you know normally when it be fights, you know, and spe- you know with certain women fights on these shows, you know it just be you know hands throwing and don't nobody really connect. No, no, Kitty right. connected. Or drinks, <laughs> yeah, or drinks. Now, Kitty, kid, look, Kitty took a page from our our slogan in one of our shirts: "Throw hands, not drinks." <laughs> Listen, Kitty, Kitty studied from the Bible of um Tammy Roman. D- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kitty was whooping that ass. She really was. Kitty was whooping that ass the way Jada was whooping Guy Fox ass last season. <laughs> she really was. <laughs> Listen, she came with the book of I wish a bitch would. The bitch did. Now I'm on her ass. Correct. Amen. And that was pretty much it. So the interesting thing, the preview, and I'd say it's interesting because Candace, you were just saying about how Sky is always there for C's and da 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 da. So in weirdo fashion um so they had a uh what's her name sky 
had a conversation with C's about Dez and what happened with the dude getting shot in his apartment. So C's was like, I'm going to talk to him. C's told Dez, stay here in New York and be an intern here at Black Ink. Yeah. And so then C's was like, something, something, something. And Dez was like, yeah, my mom is in Miami. Yeah, because C's asked him what, what his mama was while, he, while she ain't at uh, the sipping paint. Yeah, and so then Des was like, and so C's was like, so she left you without no place to stay. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Which, again, listen, I think Candace said that Scott don't deserve them damn kids, because what the hell? <laughs> she don't deserve them boys, and they have so much love for her, even Genesis. Right. Even Genesis with his struggle Trey song braids. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, just gotta make it as Yeah, but except they not making it. <laughs> the damn uh, Mario sorry for 2004 as Brady. Mm. I'm sure that's an incorrect reference. I think that's Ruben Steady. Yeah, you think about braid my hair, <laughs> Mario. But anyway, um, so the preview show sky went to miami because she is trying to open a boutique yes and sees blows a gasket like he was not supportive at all he was pissed off about it about her trying to branch out on her own and he was like we could be opening another black ink in miami you talking about some boutique shit and sky was just like i mean i'm trying to evolve and which i as crazy as Sky is, the bitch can I, dress. She can dress sometimes. And <laughs> I didn't think that she was wrong. Like, okay, you're talking about building black ink, but in but technically black ink is yours. Yeah, black ink is Caesar's. And nobody has stakeholdings in black ink but Caesar and Big Fish. Everybody right. else is getting a check from Big Fish. Right. But in the grand scheme of things, the Sky is one of the more popular people from the franchises mm-hmm. yeah. it makes absolutely sense for her to build something for herself <clears throat> because it's not going to last forever correct yeah it's and not. i think i and i think that that's fair and i think that i mean we're gonna see what happens because like i said this was just a preview but i think that is hella unfair for caesar to expect everybody to have blind loyalty to black ink and not pursue any outside interests at all and he was like, his argument was like, well, how are you going to do that and do Black Ink? And Sky was like, I never have any intention of not doing what I need to do for Black Ink. This is just something that I want to do for myself. Right. She was like, I can do both. And he was just being a real bitch fool about it. And she that walked out. <laughs> she walked yeah. out like, fuck you. So we'll see what happens. That was just a preview. But I thought that was a real interesting not, thing. Um, I wanted to say that Seas has a history of not being nearly as supportive of the people around him as they are of him. Correct. Yeah. Um, and then when we were talking earlier, Ken, that's kind of why I brought that up. Like, I didn't disagree with your point, but that's what kind of why I brought that up, bro. Ted and Seas. Because, uh, yeah. because uh, his whole thing, even with Puma, um, he yeah. was not supportive when Puma wanted to start open his own shop. Yep. Um, and get away from Duchess. And yep. years later, after losing your best friend, you not even with the bitch that you chose over your best friend. Yep. Yep. Um, and because- even, even if we um not because y'all can even we we just keeping it with current this season and last season when um uh, what's his name when oh shit was in the shop 
And because uh, I remember um, we talking about it, I think that was one um, week that you took off, Candace. Curtis had brought up, like, C's talking about you, oh, shit, is this loyal to me and all this, then the third, but conveniently did not bring up when, oh, shit, was there and you allowed people to disrespect him and, and his child and his uh, child's mother at that damn sympathy. So, so I got to, I, I don't remember all the details, but remember, C's wasn't around for that conversation. Now, when the shit popped off, C's definitely should have uh, put some. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he wasn't there, but yeah, but when because they brought it back up yeah. again. But oh shit, is a different monster. I don't even think you can compare because he might be the one person that C's has always bailed out. True. And allowed to yeah. come back to that shop, like he's always bailed out. Oh shit, always tried to be a peacekeeper with the baby moms. Always let him come back to work, even when he. Just decide to up and leave and move to California and all that shit. So that's fair. Uh, yeah, but for the rest of them, because he, he wasn't even that supportive, supportive of Duchess when she was opening up Pretty and Pink. You know, he didn't yeah, he, kind no, of, he wasn't. He, you're he was you're of, right. He was a dick about that. So yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. He's, he doesn't have a good track record, but yeah. I hope he definitely one of those people where it's like loyalty only goes one way, and that's to me, not a, and to y'all. Good luck. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Correct. Yeah. So we're gonna see how that goes, how that conversation goes in the next episode. And that is pretty much it for this episode. We did not cover uh growing up hip hop Atlanta this week because it didn't come on. Uh we'll see what else happens. We'll see what this next week brings. Episode two of uh Real Housewives and so on and so forth. So we about midway uh for married to medicine we inching up on midway for black ink crew so we could be facing goofy territory very very soon yeah or yeah, goofy in terms of black ink group goofy er territory <laughs> so we got a review on what november 9th from sunshine mad entitled some of my faves and it says i love this show Curtis, Candace, and Jeremy have gold. Listen to them if you watch Ratchetry. So, shout out to you, Sunshine. Thank Thanks. you for the kind review. Um, and listeners, remember, you can get your merch at teespring.com slash store slash Ratchet Ramblings. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I ain't got nothing else. Me to see our niggas next week. Correct. And Curtis... You got a benediction for us? Yeah. Them wigs, child. <laughs> Them wigs. And you take your pick where it applies. <laughs> Them wigs. Mm. Help. Mm. Help. All right. We out. <laughs>